This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDole, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. I thought that was the best pine nut I ever made. I thought that a lot of the others just lacked in either the honey character or the or the uh, the grape character. Yeah, when we made ours, we fermented the grapes separate, and then we uh, blended it with orange blossom. Oh, well, see, there you go. Nice. Was that uh, with orange blossom honey, or did you make yeah, orange mead. blossom mead? So we, we took a uh, traditional mead, but we also barrel-aged um, mm-hmm. all the ones that you guys have got in front of you mm-hmm. um, for up to two years in the barrels. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, though, the white ones were barrel-aged for two years. The red ones are about six months. So you can really showcase that uh-huh. antioxidant honey note and really do things with the grape blinds that like you can't do. Uh, if you were going to make a Chardonnay, for example, you would never age it for two years. And oh, girl, it would taste horrible. <laughs> yeah, for right. sure. So I wasn't wrong by blending a wine and a uh, kind of a honey-forward uh, mead. I mean, yeah, that works really well. I mean, I tend to like them a little more drier and not so jammy. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, out of the eighty varieties we have, you know, these four are on the lighter side, drier side than most of the other ones we make. Hmm. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's uh, take a short break, and when we come back, uh, we'll be tasting uh, whatever payments we have available from the lovely Bevo and what she has. Uh, Procured for us. Maybe I'll be moonlight beans. I don't know. <laughs> I hope so. I'd be all right with that. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds good to me. All right. Yeah. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking more payments after this. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerone are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for 
Denny Brewer. Whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from thebrewingnetwork.com. First Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can, featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We are sampling uh, getting the our piments. Pie yeah, we're yeah. getting getting our piment on. That's right. Get your piment on, girl. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right. So during the break, the lovely Miss Bevo has uh, procured for us. Uh, three moonlight metery uh, piments, um, sun dance, slow dance, and moon dance. Michael, you have a thing about dancing, That's yes? Dance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dance like no one. Yeah, we're going with a theme on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I would think so. Uh, and then we had another one that she was able to get: the king's piment from Hidden Legend. Hidden Legend. It's so hidden, I've never heard of it before. I found it on Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. You get it prime? I did get it prime. Oh, yeah. Uh, where are they located, JP? Uh, they are in Amazon. Uh, Montana. Uh, Amazon, Montana. A town called Victor in the state of Montana. I'm not entirely sure the country, but uh, we'll figure that out at the yes. break. Well known for their for their meads in Montana. But I'll tell you what pissed That's me off. bee country. Right? Is the, Montana, when I think of bees, I think of Montana. Oh, yeah. They, had, they wax their bottles. Yeah, that and I was... hate it. And so I'm sitting here chipping away at it like right. I'm an archaeologist looking for, you know, I found a lead on the Ark of the Covenant. And then, uh, and so I'm finally I'm like, forget about it. I'm just going to pull the cork through the, the wax. Through the wax, yeah. You know, right? Looking on the back, there's a small line that says cork pulls through wax. I didn't have to, I didn't have to do any of the, yes. like, endanger my digits. So, I have, Michael, yeah. thank you for making it easy to actually consume your your product i have i have given up on any any waxed bottle it's a wax over a cap wax over whatever yeah i just like if it's a cap i just get a bottle opener and just dig away until until the freaking cap comes off i bought this uh, western imperial stuff that was waxed at the tops i was trying to pry up the landing they must have double dipped the stuff i couldn't get a bottle (laughs) opener on the top of the bottle well, the, the knife on my uh, corkscrew slipped off the top of the bottle and gave me a quarter-inch gash in my hand uh, um, that I got, practically should have got stitches for. It still hurts. <laughs> that was months ago. That's that's why I don't buy. I just gnaw away with the opener. Yeah. But even or then, it's... I screw through it. I screw right much. through it. I've already, I've already worked hard 
to, to earn the money to purchase the product that you're making yes. me work hard for. The only people yes. I'll, I'll tolerate that with is uh, the Rare Barrel. In the club, oh. in the little, in the ambassador club, those are designated with the red wax on the top, the wax. Oh. And that's fine because it kind of comes off easy. And there are waxes out there that don't just cling and like suck into the whatever, you know. And if it's not heavy, you put it on. That was pretty heavy yeah, on that. One. It was pretty heavy. Anyway, right. not to ramble about wax. Oh, yeah. Well, but my favorite waxes in order are bees, beeswax, <laughs> right. earwax, <laughs> toe wax, gross. Mm, gross. goat wax, What? and waxing poetic. And waxing poetic, yes, exactly. That is my list. All right. <laughs> I like Piment. I've been drinking a lot of wine lately. Yes. And uh, this is really good. This is, this is a nice show. I like it. I'm very happy and very warm inside. I just want to hug everybody. Right. right. <laughs> um, let's start with uh, Porno Steve. Uh, give us, please, your analysis and your your order of... Analysis. It's not going to be much of an analysis. Okay. Tell you that. Um, they were all wet. They're, they're all liquid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to go with what I liked. Okay. I like the slow dance the best. Um, I think it's a little bit sweeter than all the other ones, mm-hmm. which I'm a fan of sweet. Um, but just like wines kind of do, some they have a dry finish to them. This one has not as much of a dry finish, which I'm okay with. Okay. Um, so you like a little residual sugar in there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. They'd probably what go did, with sun. What was that? I was going to say, what did you think of the oak? The oak? Yes. There's oak, oak in there? In the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> we have very trained palates. So trained, yeah. Um, In the slow dance, Michael, that's what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was trying to ask. Right. Oak aged. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... You are you are putting them slow dance, slow dance, sun dance, moon dance, and kings and kings, kings last. Kings why last. why is kings last for you? Dry as hell. What? Uh, that, I don't know. I don't yeah. get that either. That's well, insane. He's an insane person. Did you switch them? Oh wait, maybe you, you switch. Yeah, them. kings no. is a little cloudy. Kings is really sweet, actually. Never mind. Kings is is less has like it's more like a blush. But it, really. yeah, yeah, kings it's less is color. Kings is quite sweet. Yeah, but it's artificial sweet. You just said you like sweet. Yeah, but there's different amount. kinds of sweet. You know. You think it's artificial tasting? Okay. Yeah, a little bit. All right. You huh. think maybe they back sweetened it? Huh. Oh, yeah. Huh. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Porno stuff. Yeah. Well, Slow dance has the nice honey, natural sweetened. Deal. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Uh, JP. Well, I will agree that my hands-down favorite is the, um, sh- I can't read my fucking writing, uh, Sundance. I do like that. To me, that has the, the best blend of honey mm-hmm. and, 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 and wine, and mead and wine. I like uh, uh, if you have had any sort of high quality or really good uh, white wines, the best of those attributes come in. It's like the, the, um, not the skin of the grape, but the meat 
of a white grape. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit more acidity to that. A little, little more acidity, a little mm-hmm. more uh, roundness in, in the flavors, mm-hmm. a little more complexity, I think. Um, and then matched with all those floral notes from, from the mead, mm-hmm. uh, they work really, really well together. Mm-hmm. So Sundance is my, is my favorite right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Then I would go King's. Mm-hmm. I like the King's, um, the King's Piment. Uh, that it's it's a little different. The the tannins kind of come through a little bit. It, it tastes a little, I don't know, not oxidized, but almost spiced. So maybe there is some oxidation Spicy. going on. Um, but it has a it has a pretty interesting balance. Maybe maybe that's the majority of the reason why I like it because um, it, it it's an interesting contrast between uh, the Sun Dance. Uh, and then I like the Moon Dance, and then finally the Slow Dance. Mm-hmm. Those are my those, that's that's my order. Uh, the moon okay. dance I liked pretty well. It didn't it didn't have uh, as much of a of a clear separation between the flavors. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, with things like this, I I like a, a clear separation. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's a blend of things together, I like to to differentiate the two, which isn't necessarily the way you should make it. But uh, I don't know. I I I like that. And then the. Um, the, the slow dance, I didn't get a whole lot of oak out of that, Michael. And uh, what kind of oak did you use? Uh, French oak, medium toast. French oak, medium toast. Okay. But the, the, like I said, the red ones were only six months in the oak mm-hmm. barrel. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these needs are yeah, pushing about four years old now. Okay. Yeah, I get more oak out of the sun dance and the moon dance than I do the slow dance. Yeah. Those are aged for two years in oak. Yeah. I mean, maybe the you get kind of a mouthfeel thing, but uh, right. um, yeah, I like the base flavors of the of the slow dance for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, they're all great. This okay, is, so you had it uh, Sundance. I had Sun. I had Kings. Kings I had Moon, moon and, and slow. slow. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> Bevo. Okay. Um, oh! Shut up. I will say. I was I struggled a little bit. I was tied for first with Sundance and Moondance. Mm-hmm. Um, and why was that? What did you like about those two? Well, I liked Sundance because I feel like it had the most wine character. Mm-hmm. I, I, hmm. Wine is my drink of choice. Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel I'm a little bit of a connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> or just a drunk. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, we, we generally refer to you as an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. And, and you should. It's fine. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, moon dance. They, there was something that it, red wine is my go-to, so I thought that I would like that the most. But mm-hmm. there was something, and I don't know, maybe it was the oak character. But mm-hmm. um, I, I was, I just found myself thinking that Sundance was much better. So mm-hmm. Sundance, mm-hmm. Moon Dance, the King's Piment I enjoyed because of the sweetness. Right. I do like juice, mm-hmm. so kind of tastes a little juicy. Mm-hmm. And Moon Dance. Uh, I just didn't enjoy Moondance very much. No offense, Michael. That's <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> see, see, it's okay if you say it. No, I say it, then I'm just I liked, dick. I, I If you li- say it, then you're still, you're still all... I didn't hate it. Uh, just out of oh, the four. Oh, Be- Bevo, Bevo tried my meme. Just out of the four. It was, uh, <laughs> it was but the, the one I liked the least. Right, well, right. You know the beautiful part of making them for yourself? You guys don't like them, that's okay. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't, exactly. doesn't yeah. make it bad, just makes it, you know, different. Right. Um, all right. But I do, I appreciate that uh, you have three examples of the same style that are very different from one another, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I think they are. They all exhibit a very different character between the uh, 
between the three. And even I between think the my four. son didn't ship out the fourth bottle. He should have had four from us. He only shipped you three. No, I only got three. <laughs> All right, I'll make sure I talk to my staff about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <clears throat> what I'm going to tell you is uh, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, I will tell you how wrong you all are, <laughs> and how how yeah yeah and how we know can, nothing. How can we get right with the Pope? Exactly, I, I know absolutely nothing about wine. That's true. You'll find out more. Nothing at all. Right after this. <laughs> Army, have you heard the latest at HopTech? Since HopTech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including White Labs, Y-Yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. They even have all grain systems from Grain Fathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems, thanks to Jade, the brand new all grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you and all of your brewing questions over at hoptech.com. Hoptech, totally not sucking since 1983. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew Easy All Grain Brewing System. The Brew Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high temperature March pump, and either a top tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. Grog tags aren't just for labeling your home brews to hand out to your friends. They're the perfect way to round out your personal brewing marketing. Bringing your latest beer to a funeral? Craft a metal sign to go with it. Heading out to Little Liam's Bar Mitzvah? Grog Tag custom bottle caps are awesome. Couldn't get out of jury duty this year? Grog Tag the hell out of the deliberation room with reusable labels. Grog Tag has an awesome array of products just waiting to be customized by you. Metal signs, coasters, tasting mats, bottle caps, tap handles. It's all there waiting for your designs at Grog Tag. Liven up your next party with the widest selection of custom products ever offered by a sponsor of the Brewing Network. Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. We're trying piments. Uh, maybe we're trying a bit too much piments. <laughs> maybe we didn't have enough to eat. Maybe that's it. Um, all right. So before the break, 
we had uh, Porno Steve with uh, my expert advice. Slow dance on... as his number one because of its its sweetness, and God knows we don't know what he's talking about. Don't, don't <laughs> listen to me. Don't listen. JP had uh, Sundance as first, yes. uh, Moondance as, as second. No, King's Pyment as yes. second. Then Moondance and then uh, Slow, Dance. Uh, Slow Dance. Yes, sir. Uh, the lovely Bevo had Sundance as first and King's Pyment. No. Same thing? No. The no Moondance. Sundance, Moondance, Pyment, uh, King, and then. Wait, yeah. no. Sundance, Slow Dance, King's Moon. I think you've changed your your order, but that's all right. No, whatever. <laughs> I feel like we're reading a doing a tarot card reading. All the <laughs> yes, yes. All right, I will actually sit up for this one. Oh shit! Uh, uh, it's serious. Can you? Do you need help? <laughs> yeah. Adjust his bed. Yeah, he's convalescent. <laughs> My support host. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would also go. Um, number one, I'd go. Sundance. That's right, because I'm the champion and I know my tastes. <laughs> I agree with JP and the lovely Bevo that uh, the Sundance has a bit more uh, kind of like a Chardonnay character, a little bit of a brighter acidity and uh, a little bit of apple, a little bit of uh, uh, honey, a little bit of, you know, uh, a nice uh, lighter, refreshing, more uh, wine-like uh, character. Number two, I went with King's Pyman. That's right. That's right. Um, Knocking him down, baby. Yeah, you are. That's right. And the thing I liked about it is probably the the thing that um, you know I shouldn't like about it is there's a lot of honey character to it. I think yes. that's part of the sweetness that 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 honey there is very honey forward. And then you get a kind of a spicy, like JP's saying, uh, wine character, you know, red wine. I think they're getting some tannins and stuff. And like a I cinnamon kind of, yeah, cinnamon, like a cinnamon yeah, nutmeg exactly, thing, yeah. exactly. Is spice yeah. part of the description? Uh, well, not that kind of spice. <laughs> not, they, they, yeah. right. They listed. I mean, you wouldn't add spice. Whatever is they, attributed you know, to wine, depending on whatever. the grape variety, some fruity, spicy, grassy, buttery, earthy, minerally. And or floral flavors may be present. So everything. Yeah, but that's that's spice as in like a peppery thing from <laughs> the yeast or from the from the grape. But this is uh, your mom's you a wouldn't get peppery thing. She looks like pepper because she I was cremated. It's... Thanks, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Appreciate it. I think. Um, but it, this wouldn't be from any of that. It wouldn't be like a fermentation thing. I think right? it's also from the honey. I think it's like from the honey and the oxidized the honey, maybe. No. No, there's like a little bit of a spice to it. I don't know. I don't. Michael, really, how does that happen? I don't really get this as being oxidized, though. Yeast. Yeast? Yeast will uh, give you a little spice. It's just like when you make a, um, you know, like a sesame, you get a lot of the characteristics all coming from the yeast. So oh. I don't know exactly what yeast uh, Hidden Legend is using, but you know, they make pretty good means. So. But my, my Kool-Aid and vodka drinking ass would, uh, you know, <laughs> enjoy a glass of that. I thought it was pretty good. Um, the moon dance would be... Between the moon dance and the slow dance, I don't know. Tough, tough. I mean, in a way, I don't want to go moon dance next because then that would mean I agreed with JP. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just give in, dude. Oh. Just give in. Give me it. Just give me the win. All right. I all need right, it. Or right. you could share the love and agree with me. Oh, oh, that's true. Okay, so I'll go with the uh, slow dance and then the moon dance. I, you know, I like both, but the moon dance to me um, came across much thinner than all the rest. 
you know, a yeah. much much lighter body. And I like I like uh, one of the things I like about some meads is the body. You get right. more body, it seems to me, with meads than you do with wines. And I like that body. Oh, I like that body, <laughs> girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right about that. I can give you that. Right. So um, that's why I'd probably pick the the slow dance. But I like the, you know, certain aspects of the flavor of the moon dance more. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, the clear winner, the Sundance. They just ignore Porno Steve. Mm. <laughs> um, and and there you have it. It's unanimous. Yeah, uh, yeah I agree. Porno Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, Michael, do you want to share with us any uh, info on uh, making uh, mead? Do you have a Do you have a piment recipe for us? Sure. So we start with uh, the grape juice. Right. So we've done a heck of a lot of grapes growing here in New Hampshire. So we imported the uh, you know the Chardonnay grapes, for example. Uh, it comes frozen. And at the, you know, we thought we had a white wine yeast to it, uh, let it ferment through. We blended it with a traditional mead, which is about 14 15% ABV. So 25% by volume honey, 75% by volume water. Let that ferment, and then we blended them until I got to the flavors I liked. And then we added it into uh, French oak barrels and essentially let it sit for two years and Pulled it out and crystal clear, put it into bottles, and that's what you have. Now, we use uh, Lavalin 71B for our wine yeast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we use a staggered nutrient addition uh, using, uh, at the time, Gilfarm to rehydrate and Fermade K to uh, add nutrients. We use a nutrient regime of 24, 48, and 72 hours for our yeast, and there's not a lot more to it. Oh, you make it sound like uh, <laughs> like anybody could do this. Like, uh, <laughs> well, anybody can. That's why I teach at the Robert Mendoza Institute, and you know, I'm going to Australia next week to uh, do a couple of collaborations with some breweries down in Melbourne, and uh, enjoy some great beer at uh, Good Beer Week. Awesome! That sounds like a good uh, a good little trip, man. Yeah, that one's looking like a lot of fun, but uh, I think I'm really looking forward to going to Santiago, Chile uh, this September to present at their conference. Wow. That's awesome. Is there a lot of uh, mead uh, stuff in Santiago in Chile? Not that I'm aware of, but I'm happy to start (laughs) business. (laughs) There will be. I mean, is that what you're talking about? You're talking about something else. Yeah, no, no. They they pay me to come down and talk about mead, so. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to hop on a plane. I'm bringing my wife with me. So, nice. you know, as, uh, my friend told me, he goes, this is a divorce trip. You don't bring your wife, you get in a divorce. <laughs> oh, my <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and uh, what other tips would you have for people on, on making Pymet? I mean, you know, open the kimono here and give us give us the, yeah, your, your so heart and the, soul of, of, of... You want light and fragrant honey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to use a dark, like a wildflower honey or a buckwheat or... Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. You want something with a lot of light characteristics to it. The lighter the honey, the less mineral content in the honey. Then you're going uh, orange blossom, did you say? That's my preferred one, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Uh, but, uh, something like a white alfalfa honey uh, would uh, work great, too. Okay. Can can you list for us, in order of lightness to darkest, stankiest, 
<laughs> the honey varietals. Uh, okay, yeah, you got um, uh, white alfalfa. Uh-huh. Um, you got star thistle. Uh-huh. Then you're going to go to orange blossom. Uh-huh. A little wildflower, and the buckwheat is going to be your dark, nastiest, stinkiest honey you could find. Well, there you go. Really? Oh, buckwheat. That dirty. What do you make with Don't that? do it with buckwheat. No? With uh, no piment with buckwheat? Don't do anything with buckwheat, is my opinion. <laughs> it's nothing. It's too much. Too dark. It stinks. It smells like the back end of a diaper when it ferments out. Uh, now, yeah. now, do they have a mushroom honey? Mushroom honey? <laughs> I don't think mushrooms have um, flowers. These uh, pollinate uh, mushrooms? I think... Uh, I think maybe you've had a couple too many <laughs> mushrooms. That's a that's a fungi. That's not actually a flower. <laughs> I think I would think a mushroom honey would not not be pleasant. Carrot blossom honey is very a little bit like feet. I don't um, know. A little earthy. Yeah. Michael, and promise and us and you'll never use mushroom honey. Just make that solemn swear to us now. <laughs> I, I, no problem, JP. I take that right there. Thanks, man. And, and you did try one of my pyments many years ago. Yes, I did. I knew it was yours. It was good too. The one with the mushroom uh, honey. The mushroom. I want to say it was like uh, uh, Conquered Pinot grapes. Grape. Conquered grapes. Same thing. Pinot yeah. Conquered. All the same. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, I've known JP for an awful long time. I think it's coming up on what eleven, twelve years now. I Probably think more off, than that. I think awful is is the proper right. descriptor. Yeah. <laughs> An awful come a long awful. time. Yeah. yeah. Long time. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, this is when the show falls apart. Yeah, that's pretty much when we start. That's that's the countdown to falling apart. Um, well, a few other tips on uh, the the winemaking process and making meads um, at, at the end. You can get a lot of off aromas from your grapes, whether mm-hmm. it be um, like sulfur or um, some a lot of mineral uh, content. Uh, you can get some um, fining agents that'll help knock out some of those flavors. Like the reason we aged the, the white ones for that extended period of time is it stunk when we first made them. They just had such a really off aroma to the and flavor wise that I was just not sure it was ever going to run in the corner. But what we talked to the folks at Scott Labs and they sent us a little trial packets of stuff to try and we were able to get the flavor to completely go away. What is that stuff? I don't remember. It's been a couple of years. <laughs> what did it smell like? It uh, um, it had a lot of sulfur in the, the aroma sulfur, right. that you know one would associate with uh, sulfur dioxide, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. It, the flavor was really rubbery too, and almost like a burnt tire uh, type of note. But mm-hmm. um, one of my production associates at the time was pretty keen on trying to figure out what we could do about it and got in touch with Scott Labs and <laughs> they thought come through it and they sent a sample out. We modified a bottle and tasted it and we were like, wow, that's really working. So we went and <laughs> got a packet of it and put it to use. I have, I've never heard of that. I, I mean, I, was it like some copper-based uh, thing? Or I, yeah, I think about so. The, huh. It was like a copper, I don't remember what the hell it was called, but basically more or less a finding agent that we blended in. Interesting. Huh. Well, that's cool. Because, uh, you know, otherwise, I, I, I'd never heard of that. Uh, apparently, uh, the winemakers have uh, a few tricks up their sleeve. Yeah, Scott that's Labs cool. has been an incredible asset uh, to my company. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and um, we love working with them. Yeah. Do they sell to uh, home mead makers or home wine makers or home uh, home brewers? Or do you have to get it through a probably home shop? indirectly, probably through a homebrew shop. Uh-huh. But they, they've been pretty, I mean, they got a lot of material up on their website uh, that homebrewers can get access to. Their uh, cider uh, book, for example, talks about all the, the differences of how to make uh, cider and what different uh, nutrients can do for body and flavor and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, and really their yeast knowledge is, is pretty top-notch as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're great. We worked with them on the uh, on the wine side over at More Beer, and those guys know a lot. It was it uh, Velcorin. If you remember, what was that baby? Velcorin. Enough of the Game of Thrones, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a yeah, chemical, uh, um, like, a, like, a drug, um, like a drug commercial. Have have a problem with your corns? Yeah. Velcorin. Velcorins. <laughs> Check with the doctor for side effects. That was ridiculous. <laughs> because, yeah. yeah the no? name doesn't ring a bell, but uh, we, right. we certainly work with those guys. And cool. Interesting. All right. Yeah, they know their stuff, man. They're nice folks, too. Cool. Uh, let's do this. Let's, and, uh, and, of course, if any of your listeners are looking to get a hold of our meats, we're now sold in 44 states. So go to our website, moonlighteatery.com slash shop, and you can order any of these meats that we're talking about right now. Excellent. All right, let's uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, uh, Michael, you 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 have a chance to your your last recap of tips on making pie mint. Right, right after this. Sure. Introducing Clarity Firm from White Labs, an amazing tool for pro brewers and home brewers. Clarity Firm is an endoprotease that will reduce chill haze and increase the stability of your beer and produces gluten-reduced beer. Clarity Firm is easy to use. Just add it when you pitch your yeast, and Clarity Firm will do its work during fermentation. When fermentation is complete, chill haze will already have been addressed. In addition, reduce the gluten content in beers made with barley and wheat with Clarity Firm. Most beers made with Clarity Firm will test below 20 parts per million, the current international standard for gluten-free. Better looking and more stable beer with the added benefit of reduced gluten so you can pour your beer for more friends and customers. Why wouldn't you use Clarity Firm? Clarity Firm from White Labs. The reasons are crystal clear. Learn more at whitelabs.com. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, More Beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. MoreBeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. MoreBeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to MoreBeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of the buzz, the forum, the learning center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. 
Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in anywhere precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Blise. It's Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. Thank God JP's here. <laughs> JP, you have more usefulness than, than you probably realize. <laughs> probably. Then I'd probably get paid for. Oh, well, that's for, that's a fact. <laughs> Well, and it, it balances out with all the things you do that you're not punished for, right? Uh, that's true. But yeah. I punish myself. I self-flatulate, I guess. I got married. Yes. Right. Um, right. I still work here. Right. It's a whole self-punishment thing. So I got that under control. There you go. Thank right. you. So yeah, it all all balances out, I think. <laughs> yeah, I guess it doesn't balance out. I guess, uh, yeah. Get, get the bad end of both those sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, well... Uh, so, Michael, um, what's your your closing uh, closing comments on uh, payment and and mead making in general? What what do people? What, somebody who has never made mead, what should they be fundamentally you know focused on? Well, sanitation is key and foremost with anything fermented. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't keep it area clean and sanitized, you're not going to make anything that's going to be good. I look to make recipes based on um, uh, percentages. So my traditional mead recipe is about 25%, I mean 75% water. Um, you can really dial that up or down a little bit, you know, like to 28% to get a sweeter mead, 22% to get a drier mead. So you can really kind of learn the basics, you know, starting easy. And, and you can make small batches. I mean, you don't have to make a five-gallon batch or... 10-gallon batch of mead to start with. You could start with uh, one jar of honey, mm-hmm. you know, say a pound, and add three more jars of water to it to, to make like a you mm-hmm. know, one-quart you know, size batch to start with mm-hmm. and see how that works and where the flavors come out. You're looking about you know, two to three months of fermentation time to get the clarity and fermentation from the, the, the ferment. You know, to get through the fermentation, mm-hmm. you want to be careful not to bottle prematurely because mm-hmm. um, you can create bottle bombs real easy with making mead. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of help. I mean, the American Mead Maker Association, of which I'm president of, is a really big organization at this point. We're growing pretty rapidly. We're about, I think, 122 to. You know, I've lost track, maybe almost 200 members now, <laughs> uh, both commercial and amateur. And we've been helping people, you know, better their mead making skills, both at the commercial level and at the, the home mead maker level. Hmm. 
Okay. Very interesting. I would say that uh, if you're searching for the AMA, don't mix up the advice from one website to the other. <laughs> no, please don't. It could end up in, in problems for your meat. Yeah. My little Johnny's sick. What do I do? Give it a dose of sulfur dioxide for four to six weeks <laughs> and age it in oak barrel. See what happens. <laughs> All right. There you go. All right. Excellent advice, uh, my friend, and excellent meads as always. Thank you for uh, uh, hanging out with us and, and taking the time. I, I know uh, it's probably getting late at night there, and uh, you've got uh, honeybees to, to milk in order to make your next uh, <laughs> batch of mead. Gross. Squeeze their little bottoms, right? I think that's, that's how, how, it works. how yeah. it's done. Express their anal glands. Oh. That yeah. imagery is just <laughs> ridiculous. That's, yeah. It's ridiculous. That's, that's, that's a good word. Especially if you know Michael. I don't know. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, my friend. All right, guys. Take care. Thank All right, Michael. You. See you later, buddy. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Uh, what a great guy, huh? Yes. Yeah. Hopefully we're very, gonna... He very um, generously donated Always. these three bottles. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's a good guy. He's very nice. He's I just delightful. said, I was like, <laughs> I can't find these anywhere. Can you help, help me? me? We're trying to get, uh, if you guys remember from BNA... Nine, I think, at the baseball field, the um, he has a we have a not a pimit, but uh, braggot, right? The Russian, Russian imperial, imperial stout braggot, yes, that's delicious. Mm-hmm. He has ten gallons of it left, shut and we're trying. Up. I'm trying. I can't. I'm talking. It's a radio show. I can't shut up. Um, we're trying to pour it at BNA Eleven. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, that'd be amazing. If you act now, buy your tickets to BNA Eleven at some website. Um, Eventbrite. Beanie11.eventbrite.com. That's the one. Um, we'll have 10 gallons of the stuff that's aged two years or so. Nice. I can't wait for it. <clears throat> there you go. Yeah. Out. I'm not going to be there either. Why not? Why? Yeah. No, you tell My me. daughter is graduating uh, college. How many times has that happened? Like, how many other daughters have graduated? It's the uh, same thing. Exactly. And just She'll get another degree. Just watch the video. In four years. Super, have push superimpose your current daughter over the older daughter. Right. And then that's it. It's the same right. thing. Yes, exactly. She'll feel fine. She'll feel great about it. <laughs> Look, she, what you, she got free uh, living and health care and education for her entire life up to this point. She should be grateful. Yes. Whatever her father wants to do. That's right. And her father wants to be there for her graduation. (laughs) Where's she graduating from? Uh, UC San Diego. I do see San Diego. That is. That's a a heck of a school. That is. um, For what? Tough to get in. uh, Public health and uh, a minor in business. Oh, so she's not going to make a lot of money. No, but she's not supposed to worry about that. That's true. That's cool. Tell my kids to do what they love and not worry about money. A daddy gonna sell for a billion dollars, <laughs> and then we be set. I hope you do. Have we had that conversation on the air? Maybe we should about what you would do. No, it wasn't. It was last time I was at the pub. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, it was yeah. a fun conversation. It might be. So that might might be a time for uh, when we've done three shows, and sure. the last twenty minutes is just Jamil waxing poetic about oh, the yeah. nice people in his life. Oh, yeah, well, I need a few more drinks in me. Before that. <laughs> That's gonna happen. Or two there. more meads. Right, right. Two more bottles of mead right Right. here. All right. Uh, Thank you all for participating. Um, Another lovely show. Check out our fine sponsors. They pay for the show, so you don't have to. That's right. So there you go. Right then and there, you should check them out. And uh, (laughs) make sure you check out 
Dr. Homebrew. Yes, that's right. Which, We're which, recording May 5th which, live. Of which JP is uh, the uh, the Laird and uh, director. That's Laird. correct. That, that's that's true. That's Laird. I, we form like Voltron. Me and Doc and Brian Cooper, master BJCP judge. Nice. Yeah. There you go. That's a great show. Yeah, and you. Uh, you can you can send in your beers and uh, get a lot of feedback on them as yeah. well. JP at thebrewingnetwork.com. There you go. Yeah. All right. Till then, everybody. Bruce Strong. And often. And often. <laughs>